Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I'm very thankful to be your host. We're looking today in Titus Kennedy's incredible book, Unearthing the Bible, which I highly recommend to everybody. I use it kind of as a textbook kind of thing. And it's Religion and the Masses. It's pages 124, 125. I just read a bit and make comments about it, you know, fair use. And it's the Kerbet el Kham inscription. It's from 750 A.D. And I think you'll find it fascinating. And uh, he's really just hitting some fantastic archaeological discoveries. Of course, there's many more than 101. And he also brings out some things that sometimes, like certain writings being left or right, when we think of Hebrew as right to left, some of it was left to right. Um, places like the Jehu inscription being from Mount Carmel, that's just not brought out a lot of other places. Many little nuggets like that. So let's jump in. Again, I think you may even be shocked by some of this from the Kerbet el Kham inscription. Again, thanks for being here as I repeat myself. Um, Please leave a five-star review, subscribe, share with your friends, family, church family, maybe make a journal or notebook of things you find interesting. Check us out over at uh, YouTube and Facebook on newlifeofalbanygeorgia.com. Also, uh, newlifeofalbanygeorgia and newlifeofalbany.com as well, especially if you'd like to give. You can go to tithe.ly, give over there. But uh, we just want to bring God's truth into the world. So on part of a pillar, let's get started in a burial cave near Kerbet el Kham, uh, tentatively identified as Makeda in Judah, a Hebrew inscription of six lines above a carving of a downward-pointing hand was discovered chiseled into the stone. Based on the form of the letters, this inscription from tomb 2 dates to about 750 B.C., the northern kingdom is about to come to an end in just less than three decades. During the time of the divided kingdom of Israel and Judah and the reign of King Uzziah of Judah, who's considered a good king, certainly made mistakes, and the Assyrians attacked and conquered the northern kingdom of Judah. The inscription mentions that the author, Yerahu, a name meaning my light is Yahweh, and known from the Bible to be used from the 11th to 5th centuries B.C., was blessed by Yahweh and states that by his Asherah, he has saved him. Now, you're talking about what's known as syncretism there, the mixing of religions, and especially in this case, the sacred and the divine and the uh, secular, or worse, <laughs> the, the profane. The hand symbol may have had a spiritual significance, perhaps as the magic hand connected to divinity worship, according to parallels from religious iconography found in the Middle East and Carthage, such as even in uh, it, uh, Kabbalah uses that today. Or it may have been connected to the metaphysical phrase, hand of Yahweh, which was commonly used in ancient Israel and is found in several books of the Bible. It has been argued that the inscription is evidence for worship of a goddess named Mashira, who certain scholars suggest was considered the wife or consort of Yahweh in ancient Israel and Judah. However, the ancient Hebrew inscriptions mentioning the Asherah, combined with information found in passages from the Old Testament that refer to the Asherah, make it clear that this was a wooden object, such as a pole or a sacred tree, that at times was used as a representation of Yahweh, 
and did not designate a divine wife or consort of Yahweh, such as a, a totem pole. I've done some podcasts on totem poles for this very reason. I was very moved. Uh, I was preaching in Anchorage not long ago, and uh, they took me to a, like a totem graveyard kind of thing, and it's just a, a long story there. But even like the Druids come from the Mediterranean, and uh, their original worship was oak worship. At the site of Kuntelet uh, Adrad in the northeastern Sinai Peninsula, seminal 9th century BC inscription was discovered on a piece of pottery referring to Yahweh and his Asherah. The use of a wooden pole or tree as an idol associated with Yahweh is documented in the books of Kings and Chronicles from the 9th to the 7th century BC as an object that kings such as Asa, Hezekiah, and Josiah cut down and burned. Remember, get away from the groves. That was a big Old Testament rallying cry. These inscriptions confirm that during the divided kingdom period, the people of Israel and Judah were worshiping Yahweh, but many of them adopted integrated pagan religious practices into their beliefs. And this was further exacerbated when the fall of the northern kingdom, the carrying away, the lions attacked, that then they really just, I mean, the Bible has one amazing statement, you know, that they worship God and false idols kind of simultaneously. And this is just a sample of that, especially that which is coming. So, hey, God bless. Thanks for being with us. Join us daily and share with your friends, family, church family. And uh, please leave us a five-star review. Just helps people find us. And God bless you. We're appreciative of you especially our first-timers and our long-timers. God bless. Bye-bye.